Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. Friends, welcome here to another episode of your Uncommon Lunchbox with your host, Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff Safright. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about one of Chris's favorite topics, the DISC profile, how it can help you to succeed in your business and level up starting today. So Chris, why don't you give us a little bit uh, more of an intro there and let's uh, jump in and, and get started. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is legitimately one of my favorite topics of all time because absolutely will level up your business. If you, we we did this about a year, two years ago, something like that. And it was one of uh, our top viewed and listened to podcasts um, because I think, I don't know whether it was our marketing or whether the fact that everybody just understood that this absolutely levels up uh, your business. If you know how to talk to people with the disc profile, using the lens of the disc profile, you can speak their language. And when you speak their language, you, you get into their vibe. So I want to share one thing that, uh, you know, that I think is super important before we, we jump in just to understand why this is so powerful. So, I, you know, we moved into this, this house, my wife wanted horses, we got the horses, you guys have heard me talk about this before. Um, but one of the things that I learned about horses when we got them is, you know, there's, there's this equine therapy, right? A lot of folks will do equine therapy. Well, equine therapy works because of the fact that uh, horses, you know, there, there's a lot of kids that have, you know, disabilities or, you know, if they have autism or Asperger's or just in general, high anxiety, oftentimes you feel like you are in an, on an island, you're by yourself, nobody gets your vibe, nobody's with you. And well, with horses, the crazy thing is, as you walk up to them, they will hear your heartbeat, they will start measuring and matching their heartbeat with your heartbeat, they'll hear your breathing, will start absolutely just kind of measuring and, and pacing their heart or their breathing with your breathing. And the crazy thing is what it does is brings the anxiety level down, brings the, just the frustration, any of the other issues that people have, it brings them down because there is something else, somebody else, another person on the planet that, or another animal on the planet that is on your wavelength. They get your vibe. They understand you. They feel you. They mesh with you. You know, and if you think, think about Avatar, you know, that, you know, finding the one that that locks in and and actually matches with who you are um, and doesn't reject you, it creates this awesome vibe. And that's what DISC does, right? We we're able to understand that that people like to be spoken to in a certain way, and I'll tell you. I, I don't know that Jeff would would not would get really upset with me if I started talking super detailed in the minutia of everything. But I'll tell you what, knowing Jeff, 
He wants to know stuff fast. He wants to know what it is. He wants to know how do you get to the goal that you want to get to and, and go at it because he's, he's more of a high D profile, right? And the high C profile, my guess is just like myself, Jeff probably speaks to people the way that he likes to be spoken to, which is what we've always been taught, which is the golden rule, treat others like you'd want to be treated. But in sales, it doesn't work that way because if Jeff talks to people that want to know every detail, every minutia, the size of the screws that were used to bolt in the deck, um, you know, I don't know that that's the language that Jeff or myself are naturally going to speak to the client and therefore a high C personality that's going to want to know whether it's a powder coated screw that's, you know, one and a quarter inch or whether it's, you know, three quarters of an inch, you know, those people are not going to like to be spoken to saying, well, it's been secured and it has a great contractor that secured it. So we trust that it's been done well and it's been inspected. A high C personality doesn't care about that. They want to know what materials were used, how they were used, all that. So you're speaking in their language. So with that said, um, that was kind of a long intro, but I just wanted to really get to the point that that we all need to be spoken to the way we want to be spoken to, right? And if we can do that for others and also recognize how we naturally speak to others and why that sometimes works really well and sometimes it it works super poorly, then we can up our sales game and really change change our life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like I think the easiest way to for, for me to really understand it is people want to do business with people that they know, like, and trust, right? And so oftentimes if I don't know somebody, right, what I'm if I don't know them but they speak my language, I like them, right? They're 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 more likable. And then if they're more likable, I feel like I know them because of that likability, right? Have you know, I, I'm guessing we've all kind of been there where we've made a statement where it's like, you know, we just met, but I feel like, you know, I feel like he's my brother from another mother, or, you know, I feel like I've known him for years. And the reason that we say things like that, or we feel that way is because there's the, because of the similarities, right? Because we feel like we get each other, we understand each other, we, we speak on that same wavelength. And because of that, that makes us feel like we know them more, right? So if we, so if we like them and we feel like we know them because of the, of the similar personalities, then uh, then we feel like we can trust them, right? Then that, that builds a level of rapport and, and trust. And so, you know, getting into being able to speak their style, their communication, the way that, uh, you know, mirror, matching and mirroring, not just, you know, especially if you're in person, uh, you know, matching and mirroring to some degree their, their posture and, you know, um, you know, for us in real estate, if, if we're walking a property, walking at their pace, um, you know, you know, just these different things, if we're on the phone, you know, mirroring voice tone and the speed at which they talk, it's not, sometimes it's not even really, even just the, you know, as far as the profile type goes, but the speed that we, um, that, that we speak at as well. So um, all those things, are, are, are certainly beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Jeff, I guess here, here's the quick question that I would ask you. Um, at this point, 
How cognizant are you when you are listening to people of their disc profile? Is it something you think about? Is it something that immediately you're like, oh, hi, D, oh, hi, S, oh, hi, I? Or is it something that kind of goes, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of curious how you think about it. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, at this point, I think it's, it's almost intuitive, right? Um, you know, it's, you know, I, I still struggle with, uh, you know, with the, especially with this, with the more cautionary people, right? Cause I'm such a risk taker and, and, you know, and it's like, and my mind can't really even fathom fear or can't fathom like caution, right? Like, you know, you, you see caution tape and I still see that as a green light, right? It's like, Ooh, that's even more fun because you know, what's behind the caution tape. Uh, you know, so, so there are certain personalities that I really have to, you know, especially that, uh, you know, that, that C personality that I have to um, be a little bit more cognitive and, and mindful of, but, you know, for the most part, most of them, I can, you know, it's more intuitive at this point to where, you know, it's, it's almost done second thought, but, you know, with that said, there certainly was a time where I had to say, you know, before I would walk into an appointment or before I would jump on a phone, I have to say, okay, like stop and, you know, recognize the, the personality that you're speaking with, you know, before you just jump in, right. Kind of let them take the lead. Uh, and that's, especially for a high D personality, that's sometimes very difficult to do. Okay. Yeah. So would you say that that is um, that is something you're you're ever do now, like kind of bring yourself back to that, or would you say that that it, it kind of more is a flowing kind of state for you now? I mean, I, I would say for the most part it's flowing, but you know, you do have. I mean, I don't. You you do have these meetings from time to time, right? Where you're like, man, this is just not going well, right? Um, you know, maybe you're off your game, maybe something's happening. And and, it, and if at any point I feel that things are not flowing naturally, right, that there's not a natural ebb and flow in, in the meeting and the appointment and, and the conversation, then I'll stop back and, and ask that question, right? So what type of, you know, who am I speaking with? But, you know, as long as everything feels good, it's it tends to be very, um, very natural like so monday for instance i was in a conversation you know i was in an appointment and this guy you know he was uh he was kind of an is type personality and you know he was just very detailed and very kind of also very feeler oriented and and just kind of sharing stories and i you know i was just i was just rolling with him and at one point he stopped and he's like wow he's like I feel like I should be paying you to be my therapist right now, you know? And for me, I like, I didn't even think twice about it because it was just, you know, that was kind of the flow that the conversation was going in, um, you know, but, you know, I, I don't think you just jump to that place, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I mean, makes, makes all the sense in the world. I, I would say this, um, when I get to the point, so yesterday I, I went and watched the Blue Angels and um, and it was it was interesting. So one of my buddies, he is a he was a fighter pilot. He flew Hornets and his dad is now an admiral, what was an admiral. He's retired, but he flew 
uh, fighter jets as well. And my buddy said, he's like, man, it's, it's kind of annoying. Every time I talk to my dad, literally, he just says over and over and over again, son, are you doing your checklist? Son, are you doing your checklist? Son, are you doing your checklist? And he's like, I get it. He says in the, you know, in the Navy, when, uh, when people usually crash, when people usually have the problems, it's, it's when they've been in long enough that they're good at what they're doing and they feel like they know, they know their stuff well, and therefore they don't always run through their checklist and then something happens and that's when it blows up. And, you know, I think that's one of those, uh, one of those cautionary tales for, for me personally is it's such a normal thing for me now to recognize I'm speaking to where I'm, who I'm speaking to on the disc profile that I'm able to speak to it. But sometimes I'll go into a slump. And one of the first things I go back to is kind of my, my own checklists. Right. And when, and then I'll realize, man, part of the reason I'm in a slump right now is because I'm speaking to them the way that I would want to be spoken to. Right. Like that's just right. I just go back to my natural adaptive behavior. And then I go back to my checklist, which is identify within the th first 30 seconds. Where are they on the disc profile? What's their second piece on the disc profile? Um, why are they moving? What is their pain point? Literally, then I, I just go through my checklist. And once I go through my checklist, then I can I can figure out what is going on and, and why uh, why I've been losing. Right. And so it, it's just super, super helpful to kind of get back to the basics and make sure that I'm, I'm going through that, that process. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was about to say. I mean, I, I think that, you know, anytime that, you know, there's a slump or, you know, even when there's a big deal, right. So every, every once in a while you'll get into a meeting and, and it's, you know, it's a bigger deal than normal. Um, and it doesn't go well, <laughs> that's, you know, I, I'll always do kind of a, a post appointment, you know, review to kind of determine what I, you know, what I missed. And that, that's always going to be one of the first questions there is, you know, is, you know, because I, I personally feel like if I can get on the same level as someone, I, you know, I'm almost always going to get that. I'm, you know, if it's a listing appointment, I'm almost always going to get that listing. I'm going to get that deal, whatever it is, you know, when I don't get on the same level, then it's, it's a little bit, you know, it's always way more difficult to, to secure the deal. Right. So I, anytime that I don't get, if I don't get the deal, then, you know, that's one of the first things that I'm reviewing that I'm checking. Right. And what's, what's funny is, <laughs> You know, I would say, especially for a high D, you know, because I because I think you and I are similar, like, you know, in business, I'm a high D, right? I'm like, just just let's go 110%, you know, 100 miles an hour, not thinking about much. Um, but outside of business, I'm a high I. And the thing that I recognize is that there are literally times that I don't I don't even know what their personality is, is because I, cause I never slowed down to think about it, you know? And so I'll, I'll come out of that appointment. I'll go, okay, well, that didn't go well. So, you know, what, who was I speaking with? And I, and I literally, I, I can't think of it. Right. Because I just went in, I basically ran them over and, you know, unless you're a high D you don't really like to get run over. Right. And a high D doesn't like to get ran over. They just like to like run with you. Right. <laughs> they like, you know, they're kind of like the person that can like jump on the horse that's running, 
you know, 20 miles an hour and, and just like jump on. That's what a high D does. They're like, okay, let's roll. Um, you know, so, so definitely have to slow down. And, and if I do that, then I, then I become more intentional in the next meetings to say, okay. And then it becomes, then I rely less on my, you know, natural or, in, you know, intuitive nature. And I bring it back into more of a, um, a practiced art, I guess you could say, right. Where I, where I force myself to, uh, to pay attention and recognize, okay, discover the personality, right. Does that make sense? Uh, you know, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, that's the, uh, that's the, the big piece. And in the upcoming weeks, we're going to get deep into each level of the DISC profile, D-I-S-C. But what I'd really like us to just everybody to really understand this week is that you've got to have your checklist, right? You've got to have your checklist. So here is the checklist, right? When you are going into an appointment, you always want to ask yourself immediately, like within the first couple minutes of the conversation, what are they on the disc profile, right? This is, this is your checklist. What are they on the disc profile? What is their pain, right? Because if you can recognize their pain, you can win. And, and sometimes you're like, well, they're a first time home buyer. They don't have pain. They're excited about getting a house. They absolutely have pain. And the fact that you don't recognize it shows that you need to, to reevaluate your checklist. Jeff, yeah, I, I know you're a good salesperson. What is the pain of a first-time home buyer? Uh, they're paying rent. They're throwing their money away, right? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I like to, and I was listening to this the other day. Um, I was listening to somebody else talk about this. Pain is absolutely a part of it. I, I actually like to say, I, I, like to, I like to ask what the motivation is. And, and, you know, obviously the motivation obvious, you know, is uh, to escape the pain, to get away from the pain, to move away from the pain a lot of times. Um, but I, I like the, I like the more positive role on it um, to, to, to ask what the motivation is. And so that way, you know, with that said, especially when you determine that it really is a pain, right? So you know, the, the client that I was, you know, that I was working with on Monday, you know, he lost his wife to breast cancer or not, not breast cancer. I, I can't remember what the type of cancer it was, but anyways, he lost his wife to cancer nine years ago and he needs to sell the house, but it's such an emotional process for him. Right. Like, and so that is, that's not really motivation. That that really is pain, and, and so you need to stop and be present in that pain and be able to help them move. But um, I don't know. I just like to throw that in there because because I, I like the I like the idea of, of thinking about pain motivation. It's just it's it's the same similar, but I, I like the positive spin on it when when speaking of of motivation. Right. Absolutely. And that, and that's the biggest key is understanding what they want. So. Um, so when we're talking disc profile, the, the questions that we need to start asking ourselves immediately, and this is how you can recognize it, right? You, you say, okay, are they talking fast? Are they talking about results? Are they talking about, uh, getting it done? Are they talking about more absolutes or are they talking, uh, minutia? If they're talking absolutes in goal, like 10,000 foot view, they're likely a high D, 
right? And we'll get we'll get way into this. And the D is driven, decisive, domineering. Um, that is who they are. Um, if if you're talking about somebody who is uh, interpersonal, right? They they are a massive extrovert. They like to do stuff with people. If they talk about their friends and hosting and and all the other pieces there, then they're high I. And the words you've got to be using are together. We, it'll be fun, all of that stuff. And, and you got to recognize like, so I'm a high D and a high I, and I'm a little bit schizophrenic. So on some days I'm a high D and whatever the goal is, I will run over people that I care about in order to get to the goal. And then some days I'm a high I, and uh, you know what? I will care way more about the relationships than I will about the goal. And I will let people get away with things that I have no business letting them get away with. And so both of those aren't right. And they need to be kind of, there needs to be this medium ground where you go to the goal together and you don't run over people, but you also don't let people do things that are not in their best interest because you're trying to preserve the relationship. And so those are the pieces there. High S, um, I, the high S, I love the S personality, right? They're, they're stable, they're steady, they're, they're loyal, they're, you know, all the other things. Now, the high S personality, the second you, you do them wrong in a way that you like morally cross them, then, you know, you become dead to them. You know, think about like the high, the six on the Enneagram, like they are just, you're dead to them. <laughs> you know, that's it. Uh, but uh, talking to the S it's like, what is the next step? Like, do they know that you've got a plan and Siri, Siri is finding this stuff on the web for us. Um, do they know that you've got a plan and, and all the pieces there? And then a high C is super cautious. Um, their biggest fear is being wrong about something. So the idea of making a decision without all the information is pretty much the same thing as like jumping in hot lava, um, or giving your eye a paper cut. And you do not want to let that person feel like they don't have all the decision. And those are the only people that if I go and meet with them and they say they need to think about it, I'm not going to push them to sign right then and there because they really do need to think about it. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of go through all that. And, and those are the pieces that if you can recognize who they are in that first like 30 seconds to three minutes of the conversation, then you can you can then speak their language. I, I, when you started talking about the C's, I, like it's it's kind of an offhanded thought here, but you know the C is kind of who I struggle with the most, but at the same time, it's also my favorite person because, generally speaking, that's when I can get most creative because they're so risk averse. And so at some point, just, just kind of a, a reminder for us maybe here, but at some point when, we, when we're talking about creating, uh, you know, creative deal structures, um, identifying the C and the, and the reason why they like, you know, certain creative deal structures, right? Because um, sometimes I've created the, my biggest wins when dealing with those high Cs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I love, and I think that for you is it being able to be creative has been a great tool. And so you can solve problems that the C's will, will think are insurmountable problems. And then all of a sudden you solve it and it's, you know, not that insurmountable. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and, and, and I think that, you know, for the C, as you get creative and 
And when we talk about being creative and I mean, I think we've done this on numerous podcasts and we can do it on, on future podcasts, but it's really an opportunity for you to show your expertise. And that's what the caution person wants. The caution person wants you to be able to walk them through, to show them all the steps, you know, just as much so that they feel comfortable and secure because that's, they, they really need that security blanket, but also it's just a confidence builder for them to know that you know what you're talking about. Right. And that, you know, so, so I, I think that, and honestly, I'm, I'm kind of freestyling right now. I'm just kind of, I'm just flowing if you will, but it, it just kind of clicked with me when you were talking. It's like that cautious person needs that creative, you know, problem solver, that creative mind, you know, that really begins to, to show them a level of expertise. Um, now, yeah, anyway, so I'm, I'm kind of getting off into a tangent there, but, uh, but definitely some opportunity there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I am, a, I'm super pumped about getting diving deep into it. So for the next four episodes, we are going to be talking about, uh, next one is D, then I, then S, then C. So we've got the next month uh, mapped out for us. And I'll tell you, this is something that is life-changing when you really, really, really can get dive deep into it. We'll talk about the language we should be using. We're, we're going to talk about the uh, conversation. We're going to talk about recognizing that person. And then also how to speak in terms of the language that, you know, maybe is not your natural habitat, <laughs> you know, your natural language. Yeah. Excited about jumping into it. So Jeff, yeah, do you want to uh, take us home here? Absolutely, friends. Hey, wherever you're listening to the podcast at here, you know where you're at. Could you go there? Give us a review. Give us a, you know, give us a one star, three star, five star, something in between there. We would love it. Give us uh, your feedback. What do you love? What could we do better? What questions are we not answering for you? Uh, or what topics have we yet to cover that, that you're interested in? We're here to help you level up, to help you do what it is that you've set out to do. And uh, so any feedback that you can give us, we would certainly appreciate that. Um, additionally, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us on Instagram at CradRock. I believe that's C-R-A-D-R-O-C-K. Is that right? Or is there two, two D's. D's in there? Two D's. Two D's. Two D's. So CradRock with two D's. Uh, myself, very simple, at Jeff Safrite, S-A-F-E-R-I-T-E. Would love to chat. Would love to get to, uh, again, to know you better and, and just find out more ways that we can serve you. Uh, until then, we'll, we'll be back on, as Chris said, next week, talking about the high D. Uh, until then, continue crushing it. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com.